0: Ladies and gentlemen, from the grounds of Brushy Mountain State Prison, <laughs> at the upcoming concert Saturday night, it's the Ed and Bob Show, number 69. Here I go. We talk the whole night, night through. Good, good morning. Good morning. Good,
1: good morning to you. And you and you and you. Me too. Yeah, you too, Bob. Okay. Oh. It's great to say I'm like, Good morning. Good morning
0: to you. Oh, hey. What Here we go. The stars were shining bright, and then, well, oh, the milkman no came God in. Way, it's late <laughs>
1: to say good night, <laughs> and so good morning, good morning. the <laughs> beams of Hey, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Ed and Bob Show. I'm Bob. He's Ed. Yeah. And he's going to tell you right now, dang, got it, what's coming up this half hour? Well,
0: I'll tell you right now what's coming up. Some crazy places to visit in the U.S. They're not your normal tourist stops. But mm-hmm. here we are in September, and it's time to go out and see the fall colors and mm-hmm. drive around, you know, and take it out. I like it. Out. it. Take it out. I like it too. All right, Ed, let's see. It's time for a little news. All we right. always
1: like some fun news, and you seem to always have a, a list of cool things that are going on.
0: I've got some news. What do you yeah. got? Well, it's football season all throughout the South with the SEC, and I just did a little poll here. Mm-hmm. Here are the here are the stadiums or schools that's going to sell beer in the stadiums. Okay, Ooh. beer and wine. Okay, what University of Tennessee. Yes. How about Two that? Yeses, three yeses, and a big check. They're sure. all excited. <laughs> University of Alabama. No. Oh, they're a no. University of Arkansas, yes. Yeah. University of Florida, no.
1: Well, they already got enough liquor in that stadium <laughs> as it is.
0: <laughs> Georgia, yes. <laughs> but in Georgia, they'll sell you the beer and alcohol, but you got to make a twenty-five thousand dollar donation. What? That's the truth. That's the truth. I'm sorry, it must be in the skybox or something. Wow. Kentucky, no liquor, no beer, nothing. Mm. LSU, of course, they're going to. Yeah. Missouri, yes. Mississippi State, no. Ole Miss, no. Texas A&M, yes. <coughs> oh,
1: wow. Wow. So uh, were you shocked to see
0: that Tennessee's going to have... Um, well, yeah. Were you really? I was. I mean, it's just, this stuff, The alcohol just rolling through this state. It's just absolutely... It will be, I promise you, within a year, we'll have legalized marijuana. Wow, big statement there! Will they be
1: selling at Nealon Stadium?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, but they'll be smoking it. <laughs> they'll be smoking it. <laughs>
1: Excuse me, I gotta take another break. I'll be right back, okay? Because I'm, I'm not liking the way this game's going. Well, we should talk more about that in the future about right. um, beer in these stadiums and stuff. So we'll mark okay. that down as a topic in the future. How's that? All right.
0: All right. What else you got? Okay. Ohio State has applied for a trademark for the word "the." What? Yeah, Ohio State. You know, you know, you see these players when they say on TV when they say they're introducing them where they went to school, and they they always say the Ohio State University. Well, they're doing that. They've they've uh, applied for a trademark for retail merchandise for the Ohio State University. Is it
1: because there's other Ohio State universities, or what is it? I don't know.
0: I I I don't think there is another one. But but they have a lot of they have 150 trademarks.
1: Well, they do. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: Bless their heart. They do everything.
0: <laughs> and by the way, John Daly, you know the golfer? Yeah. He said Trump is not a cheater. He, uh he said he said, he did. He plays golf with him all the time and he yeah. said he's a pretty good commander in chief. He does not cheat, but he takes some mulligans. But he said and they asked him they said, Well who who have you played with that does cheat? <laughs>
1: God, yes, who? Um, I'm going to say Tiger Woods. Bill Clinton. Oh, Bill Clinton. No, I hit that. No, that that wasn't five strokes. I, that was four. Remember, <laughs> one one on the hill, but two over there. Yeah. Well, anyway, it was four.
0: Now you know how you know how houses have these cameras now, and you can talk. To oh somebody. yeah. You can be at I work. Got one, yeah. You got one. You can talk right now. You could talk to somebody at your door, right? Yes. All right. Now here's a dad that did that. Mm-hmm. This this guy. He's up in Massachusetts. The guy that's going to date his daughter rang the doorbell. Yeah. So he interrogates the guy um, through the doorbell Yeah, through the doorbell. The father says he used the video doorbell to meet a man at the door who's taking his daughter on a date. This allowed the dad who was at work at the time to check the guy out. And he did. He says, uh, where are you going? Where are you going to take her? What's your intentions? What are you going to do? <laughs> it's pretty cool. Turn around. Yeah. Empty your pockets out. Yeah. Show me how much money you got in your yeah. wallet.
1: Tell me you should be I broke. Said, what
0: time are you coming back? And he said, probably 11. He said, okay, I heard 1030. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what I heard. And and the video ends with the father calling his son, who's in the house, to go yeah. out and take a picture of the guy's license plate. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I don't want to mess with him.
1: And I'll be waiting by the doorbell here when you get home. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's move along. Can we do that? We can. Let's get into your question of the
0: day. It's All time right. for that. Why do doctors call what they do practice?
1: I've often wondered that. I mean, if, if anything needs to be serious, why do you call it practice? Do you know the answer? Is yes, secret? I do. Okay, Well, what is I've it?
0: always thought about that, too. And I actually looked it up. And so... Uh, practice is a repeated performance or systematic exercise for the purpose of acquiring a skill or proficiency. Mm. So, actually, you're practicing on the radio right now. I you're am. practicing, and you're practicing selling. All right. So, or whatever you do. So, the word practice, on the other hand, refers to exercise or pursuit of a profession, art, or occupation. The doctor is a practitioner. You've heard that. Yeah. Practitioner and that's a noun, who's trained in medical practice. So we're talking about practice? I mean, listen, we're talking about practice. Not a game, not a game, not a game. We're talking about practice. Yeah, so he, you know, and and we're just talking about practice. Yeah, and in the medical field, you never ever, you know, it's kind of like when you're in therapy. I always ask him when I was in therapy. I said, "When do I graduate?" And you ain't ever going to graduate. <laughs> <laughs> you don't ever graduate from therapy, oh, buddy. Oh man! So doctors never get to the point to where they know everything, or they're not supposed to. Right. Lawyers aren't supposed to know. Dentists don't, but now engineers—they don't practice. Engineers—they know what they have an occupation. (laughs) Yeah, that's it.
1: (laughs) I never knew that. All right, good question of the day. I got one for you, and I don't know the answer because I'm really going to count on you. How fast can someone attain a higher rank in the armed services? Like if you—you know—like if you were drafted and you're in the army, and and I I don't know, do you become a sergeant pretty quick, or after? two years do they dangle that over you and say hey if you stay in we'll put you up to this other rank i don't i don't what how long does it take
0: well there it depends on the rank and it depends on where you're going there there's an aptitude test that you have to achieve Mm -hmm. before you can move just like in the police department you have to it's like i guess before you become a lieutenant you got to go to the tbi training center but there is certain things. Now I was I was in the Air Force in Colorado Springs and the lady I worked for, and I worked for a lady, she a civilian, mm-hmm. and her husband was in charge of that all the Air Force stuff. Mm-hmm. So when this when the sergeant, the rank of sergeant, three star sergeant, came out in the Air Force, which they did not have before, mm-hmm. guess who got it? You. you. And I was the first one to get it. Were you really? Yes, sir. Hot dog. Is they that just said they just said here, Ed, we're going to give it to you. So, okay, okay. Well,
1: now, does if you get a bigger rank, does that automatically mean more money? Yes.
0: It's it goes by E. There's E3, E4, E5, E6, uh-huh. and that's how they it's it's by pay scale.
1: Do they do they use it as an incentive to get you to sign
0: right, back up? Uh, could be. However, there's in the army now they have two different things. They have the stripes on your shoulders, uh-huh. but they also have what they call a specialist like a spec four, spec five, mm-hmm. a specialist does not have any rank where they can tell someone else what to do. They're just getting that pay for doing that job. They are they are good at doing what they're doing, and they get paid for doing that. But they're not they're not in charge of anything or anybody. The the stripes, the people who have the rank on the on their shoulders or up on their arms, they're the ones who are in charge.
1: We know, and this is something my uh, uncle was a lieutenant colonel in the army, right? Is lieutenant colonel higher than just a colonel? No. So that's just a a full colonel. Just just below.
0: Yeah, the full bird
1: Uh, colonel. Is that what they call it? Okay. Well, but he was in for 20 years or so. Oh, yeah. And lieutenant colonel, is that tough to get to that
0: point? Yes, it is. It would go go like this. It would go second lieutenant, lieutenant, major, Mm -hmm. lieutenant colonel, colonel, Mm -hmm. general, so it, I don't think I missed any there. So, so he it, was two steps below a general. Right. Holy but schmuck. the reason why he might not be getting promoted up to a full bird colonel is they may not be in slots. They only have so many. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, they, they just don't give it to everybody. So there's only so many full bird colonels. And normally if you're a full bird colonel, which is an eagle on your shoulder... Mm-hmm. You you are in charge of a base or an atomic submarine, Holy something God. really big.
1: He was uh, he was given the option of either when he retired. They said would you, we would like you to be in the CIA, hmm. or uh, he didn't want to do that, so they made him in charge of ROTC at uh, ETSU. So he was up there after he retired really? from the service. So. That's good to All right, let's move along here. All Ed, We uh, tell everybody what's coming up, and then you've got a sponsor.
0: All right, we're going to talk about some nice places to visit, not the normal tourist spots like Gatlinburg, but some <laughs> other places. So I'm pitching forward. We're going to do that in just a moment. But first I'm going to tell you about Powell Auction and Realty Company. These guys handle everything from real estate, firearms, antiques, vehicles, and farm equipment. And they, 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 their specialty is auctions. I mean, they do an auction better than anyone you could ever find. So if you're thinking about auctioning your house, auctioning your, your farm, call the folks at Powell Auction and Realty. I'll tell you, Kenny and Howard, they do a great job at this. And you can go to their website to check out what they've done in the past and what they're doing now. It's right there. And they got they do auctions all over East Tennessee. PileAuction.com. Powauction.com. Yeah, okay. You'll see firearms, antiques, vehicles, farm equipment. They've got a big farm equipment auction coming up. They do that that quite
1: frequently, too. So. I was up there the other day, and they were getting ready to have a, a gun auction. And, gosh, they had pistols. They had um, <clears throat> revolvers. They had long guns, you know, shotguns. I mean, it was everything. So are you still buying guns? I haven't in a while. So, they have Do they have... So, Does your wife still carry a gun? She carries a gun all the time. She's packing. Packing. She's packing heat. Is is, is it a revolver? Uh, She had a revolver and she had a pistol. Oh. Yeah. So there you go. I told you she's packing. All right, Ed. Let's see. Um, Time. Are you finished with your sponsor of the day, sir? Then let's get into the topic of the day. You know, when we lived in Los Angeles, one of my favorite things that I'm glad I did was very often we would travel from Los Angeles by car to Knoxville and then Knoxville back to Los Angeles. A car, twenty two hundred miles, twenty two hundred and ten miles, and you would, if you're in a hurry, you can do it in three days. Very tough, but do it in four days or five days. We'll take it easy and stop places. But one of the things we did every time we did the trip, we would try to find interesting places that you don't normally stop at. And we did find some, and so I thought, well, across the United States, there's probably some cool things that you could go to. Do you, do you have any on top of your mind that you have? I know we've got the list in front of us,
0: but anything on top of your mind that you've visited over the years? That- well, I'll tell you what. I think the Appalachian Museum of Appalachia is pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. It's not on the list here, but it's it's pretty interesting. And, and some of these things... What's that? What's the place that has all those cars buried in the field? Remember? I've been there. It's a called um, Cadillac, Cadillac Ranch. Cadillac Ranch. Now that is Cadillac
1: Ranch is in Amarillo, and we stayed in Amarillo. And we got up about seven o'clock in the morning, and we we had the directions to Cadillac Ranch, and it was very very foggy. Been there twice. We've well, been there twice, she says. It was very <laughs> foggy that morning when we were there. And we, you walk down the field. We couldn't see them. And we're walking down this muddy field and walking and walking. And all of a sudden we see these cars all lined up, sticking out of the ground. Right. And they're all Cadillacs from different years. Right. And they they let you spray paint them. Or if you want to oh, write you your name just, on. But then mm-hmm. uh, during um, uh, breast uh, uh, cancer month... Uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, so they growing can cancer awareness month. Cancer awareness month, they paint them all solid pink. Oh wow! So it was really cool. It's kind of like the
0: Rock over at UT or something. <laughs> We've got. Well, I went to a I went it. to a museum in Cody, Wyoming. Cody, yeah. Wyoming. Yeah, it's very interesting. They had a cop, They had a gun of every gun ever made. You're kidding? You no, know, they're right there. How many guns? Oh, is That? Oh, it's thousands. I mean, I was overwhelmed, and I didn't know it was there. But it's Cody, Cody Wyoming. Wyoming. I never heard of it either. But they, there was, I mean, just rifles and pistols and everything. It was, it was incredible. Well, it's
1: it's kind of cool, the, the things you can see in America, if you want to take the time. Another place I was thinking about was Winslow, Arizona. Now, you remember the, the song, the uh, Take song. It Easy. Yeah. I'm standing on a corner in Winslow, Winslow Arizona. <laughs> so, in Winslow, it's not a very big town. I mean, you could throw a rock through the whole thing just about. And in this corner there, they've got a flatbed Ford parked permanently on the corner. (laughs) And uh, they've got a bench there. And it says, you know, the corner in Winslow, Arizona. And people stand in line to get their picture standing on the corner in Winslow, Winslow, Arizona. Arizona. So that was kind of a cool place. They have a little uh, gift shop there as well. And then uh, another place that we stopped at that I did not know was there. Is a crater, what's it called? Um, anyway, it's a crater in Arizona where a meteorite hit the wow. Earth. Okay, and it made a huge crater there, and you can stop there and you go down the crater. It's over a, a mile wide.
0: Five, mile? And then it has. This and it's there.
1: very deep. Yeah, and yeah. you go down into the crater. Or up at the top, they have a museum and stuff. It takes has pictures of it, but um, it's right there outside of Winslow, Arizona, as a matter of fact.
0: Yeah, it's you don't go in the crater, but it has a rail that you can go around into it. Then you can go into the museum of it, and it's it's fascinating. Mm-hmm. You know, it's fascinating. I like. Uh, I'll tell you it's a place that I have gone to. I do these short runs for fun. Mm-hmm. I like to do that instead of doing big vacations. I love Cherokee, North Carolina.
1: Cherokee, North Carolina. The only thing there
0: is a casino. No, no, no. I don't do the casino, but they have they have this real Indian village. Okay, and and they're Indians there, and they're making things, and it's like it's like it's always been, you know, like what's a time, reservation. Isn't yeah, Cherokee it's like is? time passed, and and also they, you know, you have the teepees and things, and but I, I like it. I like it. It's kind of low key and and uh, not not so touristy. But another thing is the Lost Sea. Yes, the Lost, lost sea. sea was yeah. featured on Good Morning America or Today, one of those shows mm-hmm. recently. They they visited the Lost Sea. I saw that. That is a that's an. That's a nice place. We'd
1: only yeah. been there recently in the last, I don't know, 10 years. We went, and I'd always heard about it, never mm-hmm. went there. It's in Sweetwater, right. I think, or yeah, something. Sweetwater. But it was really cool when you went down in there, and the story about the, how the kid discovered it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, anyway, it's a very cool thing. If you've never seen the Lost Sea, you should do that. Yeah. And I guess you got to throw uh, Ruby Falls and... and uh, the incline railways cool. Chattanooga's got some of those. What's the other thing down there? You got uh,
0: Rock City. Rock City. That's right. Rock City is fabulous. It's, mm-hmm. it's just it's just intriguing at Rock City, and the view. Well, they did a good job promoting that with all those barns. Yeah, that's who true. thought of that? Mm-hmm.
1: What an idea. Another few little things we'll mention before we get out of here. The Neon Museum in Las Vegas. Oh, yeah. I've never visited it, but my son has. And it's all the old uh, neon signs from the hotels that are no longer there. I thought that was really well, cool. Well, how about
0: this? If you have to be driving out in Arizona again, there you go. This yeah. is called Dragoon, Arizona. You'll come across billboards advertising The Thing. Oh, oh I've, I've seen it. it. Okay.
1: I, I, those little signs are everywhere for hundreds of miles. It
0: points you to this mysterious tourist attraction. It's been there since 1950. <laughs> now, after you pay your $2, <laughs> yeah. you're taken through a solid steel door and led through three long sheds filled with various artifacts. Finally, after going through the sheds, you discover the thing. I've been there. What was the thing? I didn't go in. My
1: son did. I wouldn't pay the two bucks. (laughs) (laughs) I got got gas. I said, Jake. I I told Jake, go on in. That's right. We had dogs with us, so we couldn't all go in. So Jake went in and saw the thing, and it's a big old well, I'm not going to tell you. No. no, it's 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 like you'd see something at the fair, but the thing and they promote it. I mean, you'd literally be a hundred miles away and say, "Don't miss the thing. You got to go." And it'd be these little yeah. signs along the way, and then as you get closer and closer, you mm. billboards and, you know, I mean, promotion. Body promotion is everything, isn't it? It is, isn't it? <laughs> tell what it is not it What? I, I kind of told him what it is. It's it's it's, it, it, it,
0: it's a thing. Well, and sometimes I've seen places that you go back and and you look at it, it's like a rattlesnakes and yeah. things like that and just all kinds of weird <laughs> stuff. What is the thing? I'm, if he's not going to tell, I'm not going to tell. Okay. But Jake came back and told us what it was, and so I want to know what the thing is. I've well, to show to to you off the air. Oh Because that may on. not be fair. Oh, see,
1: you need to go to Arizona i will well, tell, we, you, I'll we tell s- you though. We I'll were sworn—we okay, right, okay. were sworn to secrecy okay, okay. when we were there. I think I'll be disappointed. The thing follows you. But you didn't miss anything. We waited in the car with the, go- the dogs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, all right, hey, let's move along. You've got—tell uh, everybody what's coming up. Well, we've got some letters here. We're going to open up and talk about. And Also, we've got our. Adam Bob complaints. Mm. Also, um, we'll talk about what our next show and stuff. So, you got a sponsor?
1: I do. I've got Knoxville Wholesale Furniture, where you you get it all. Yeah, it's just that easy. You pay, you get yellow tag sale prices, zero percent financing, and you they pay your sales tax. It's the largest display of outdoor furniture in East Tennessee. They have the if you want to have your patio, it's so luxurious. This is the place to go. All the name brands you trust: Kincaid, Aspen, Napa Valley, and more. Yellow tag sale prices, zero percent financing. Financing, and they're going to pay your sales tax. So get on there to uh, Knoxville Wholesale Furniture. The furniture Here you want. want. There you go. The furniture All right. you love. <laughs> My turn. Okay, I'll put the mailbox with you.
0: <laughs> Please? Please, sir. Please, may you. <laughs> All right. Larry from Clinton says Rank the top five UT football coaches. Mm. Number five. You ready? I'm ready. What is it? John Barnhill. You ever heard of John Barnhill? No. Who the heck is that? <laughs> John Barnhill was probably one of the best Tennessee coaches ever. Really? He went 32-5-2 and two in his four years as a head coach. Wow. That's an 84.6 win percentage. Can Good we bring enough? him back? That's the best in Tennessee history. Wow. He never lost more than two games in his his four years as head coach. How about that? Are we still paying him? <laughs> it is Tennessee went nine one one, ending the season in the Sugar Bowl win over Tulsa. When? Nineteen forty three. It was wow. canceled because of World War II. Well, they should promote him. Well wow.
1: they they let him go. Boy, does that sound
0: familiar? Oh he was not retained after the nineteen forty-five <laughs> season. I'm telling you, we're still paying him. Good grief, man alive. Can you believe that?
1: Wow. Bring back his son. All right. Who's number four? Number four. You ready? All right. Doug Dickey. Oh, yeah. Doug Dickey, best known at Tennessee for starting three famous traditions, the power T on helmets, checkerboard patterned end zones, and came up with the idea of the T that the band would form for the team to come through. That's pretty good. Really? I like
0: I like Doug Dickey. Now his son played there. Yeah, and Doug came to UT from Florida, which people did not like. They no. did not like that because no, no. was in Florida. But I like Doug Dickey. He was mm-hmm. a good guy, and I think he did good for Tennessee.
1: Oh, no question about it. Um, you know, Doug Dickey has been uh, very successful in everything he really did. Yeah. Um, you know, a great athlete, a competitor, a good athletic director. And also a great coach.
0: He offered the first ever black player in Tennessee a scholarship, too. Running back, Albert Davis. Yeah. He was never admitted to the school, but Dickey persevered in his pursuit of black players. Signed Lester McLean. And the 1967 season was one of the finest in Tennessee history. They went 9-2, nine, nine and two, losing to Oklahoma yeah, in the Orange Bowl.
1: You know, when I Doug was uh, athletic director, uh, I used to see him all the time, and uh, we would go to concerts together. Yeah. And uh, his wife was Joanne. I think she passed yeah. recently.
0: After the 1969 six season, he went back to Florida and coached. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Traitor. There you go. They got after him, didn't they? All right, now, who's number three? Tell me. Johnny Majors. He's number three? He's number he's three? He's not number two? No. Oh, my gosh. We're in trouble
1: now. All right. Tell us about John.
0: Johnny, uh, well, he he's he might have been a good player at Tennessee as he was a coach. In 56, he was a runner-up to the Heisman. In 76, Majors won the national championship at the University of Pittsburgh, and he returned to Tennessee the next year. He racked up a laundry list of accomplishments while coaching at Tennessee. He claimed SEC Coach of the Year in 85 after upsetting Miami in the final game of the season. I remember that game
1: what? too. Uh, of the best game in UT history yeah, in my I know. mind.
0: I, this, was, this was the time that I went to football games. I mm. loved them back then. Tennessee won eight or more games seven times with majors on the sidelines. And uh, that's very important. Consistency was one of the things that he talked about. Consistency. That's how he said it. Consistency.
1: You know, Johnny um, does not like to be called Johnny. Uh, he said that was a newspaper guy that called him Johnny, and he has never been. His family's never called him Johnny.
0: I always called him Coach.
1: Yeah, Coach Majors or John Majors. He is not. He's never used the name Johnny. And you know, he won a national championship at Pittsburgh. Yeah. yeah so uh, yeah, so he's done very very well. I mean, uh, we still see John from time to time. You play so, golf with him, don't you? Yes, we do a little bit. All right. Well, here you got number two. Number
0: two, <laughs> Philip Bulmer. Yeah. Who, came, who replaced Johnny Majors. Mm. And that was a little bit of touchy time back then. Well, I'm sure happened. it was. They are competitors. Johnny, wasn't, Johnny Majors was not happy about that. But once he was given that head position in 92, buddy, I tell you, he took off and ran with it. Phillip did a lot of things. Winning 10 games, reaching the Citrus Bowl. And uh, the ball was really starting to roll at that point. He won a national championship. I mean, he did a lot for Tennessee. He had, he had Peyton Manning. He signed him. And uh, he was paired with a Powerhouse in Nebraska in the Orange Bowl and lost an emotional game, the last game for Manning. But he was national champions. I still see those license plates sometimes.
1: And national. they and they they
0: fired him. Yeah, <laughs> I
1: mean, number this biggest coach ever, one of the top coaches ever had fired him. Well, you've, I guess all football coaches are meant to be fired, right?
0: Well, no, I don't, it's kind of like DJs, you know. You just <laughs> I don't know. They're all meant to be right, fired, but, but I think I think they I think the rough life. Really Everybody hard. knows
1: who number one is. Yeah, well, Robert Nealon. Nealon. Yeah, he Nealon. Um, is ye- it Nealon or Nealon? Nealon. Nealon. Yeah, it's like knees. Okay. Nealon. Just remember it that way. Uh, what a what a guy. General Nealon coached at Tennessee for twenty one years. Twenty one years, and um, you know, I mean, they, he is still what the measuring stick that all coaches at UT basically go by don't you think
0: so he was he was in the army you know yeah during the war and then also he was is just he was a tough coach oh
1: yeah i mean just look at him that big statue of that guy kneeling stadium yeah. when you when, well the stadium's named after him first of all when you look at that that big old uh, statue of him it looks like you you wouldn't want to cross him
0: manning told me some stories about him they would be in a hotel in in atlanta and they're playing mm-hmm. and he took a football and threw it through the window. And all kind, I mean, all kinds of things like that. But they would travel by train back then, like when they went to the oh, School. Really? Yeah, they, it wasn't airplanes then. It was trains. It was a lot of fun like that, right?
1: Well, he certainly has set the bar high.
0: Well, Larry from Clinton, I hope you agree or maybe you disagree. Tell us, if you disagree, who's your top five coach? Yeah. We'd like to hear from you.
1: All right, open it up, Ed. What's right, our next uh, oh, letter? All
0: right. Millie from Lenore City. Mm-hmm. I was married for 60 years and my husband died. I feel lonely, but I don't want my grown children to feel weird if I started spending time with a new man.
1: You know, that's an interesting story, really, if you think about it. So if it's in today's time, years ago, nobody would ever get remarried unless their husband or wife died very young. Would that be right?
0: Well, a woman might not, but a man will a man will always remarry mm-hmm. men cannot live by themselves, <laughs> they can't do it, they can't make they that happen. got it. They, they they they'll wear the same underwear every day. <laughs> Agreed.
1: Oh, my gosh. Let's just turn them inside out.
0: So uh, my, my wife says if I ever die, I'll bring a date to the funeral. Oh, man, oh, that's, that's rough. Terrible. I know that's rough. So, uh, you know, in this, this situation, when you think about it, what, what do,
1: um, in this day and time, though, I think more and more people are getting remarried. you got retirement homes where they live together and they they're around other adults and stuff. But then... If 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 you if your spouse dies and then you get remarried, who are, who are you going to be buried by? The first one or the second one? Well,
0: we have an interesting thing going on in my wife's family about that. Mm-hmm. They have a they have three plots over here in Blount County. Right. And but the the second husband that she married, they shipped him off to his family in Ohio. They didn't mm-hmm. even consider it. I wouldn't be married beside the second one. You know, you have to be buried beside your children in the first one. That's the that's the that's the point. Well, if you have children from both, then you really I'm be in trying.
1: trouble. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> All right, let's get along here. Uh, this is the Ed and Bob Show. We've got coming up some complaints. Uh, and uh, what's, what do you got coming up for this next show? What's it going to be
0: about? The next show is going to be Mount Rushmore. Who chiseled it in a mountain? Whose faces are on it and who did it? Why'd they do that? Well, we're going to find out about it next and, time. Uh, they've got an Indian face coming up, too, I think, too. All right. You want my complaint? I do. What you got? Parking at UT. Okay, what about it? If you don't have a parking pass, you're just out of luck.
1: Are you talking about for games, or are you yeah, talking about for school? Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, well, it's school they they have areas to park. Mm-hmm. But you know, like at the University of Alabama, my daughter was down there. They made them take their cars completely away. Her dorm was right next to the stadium. Mm-hmm. They had to remove all their cars from that area because they they, they sold those parking places like UT sells parking places
1: to student lo- parking with your dorm goes away. Yeah,
0: it goes away on the on the game days. On the game that's days, that's crazy. It does. Wow, because the university is making money off that parking spot. Wow, I didn't know they did. And it does. Like that. It does here. Well, where do you take your car? Well, I don't know that. I guess they provide some places some for, it, but the. Um, well you know, U T used to when I was in
1: school, like uh, student parking, they sold three times as many parking passes as the work of parking spots. Mm-hmm. Which doesn't make any sense to me either. Yeah. It seems like if you're buying a parking pass, you should have a spot. So well, but you're talking about football games, you're right. I mean you're walking a long ways or
0: maybe you take a What's the Uber longest or way you ever walked? To a ball game? Mm-hmm. I guess from downtown or something. The longest way I think I've ever walked was from Fort, from uh, Fort Sanders Hospital, and mm. that was that was a long time ago. And that's a long way. That's yeah. a long ways. And and the hardest walk I ever did was in in December at the Vanderbilt game. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I know what's coming up. Alan <laughs> Dick and I
0: walked. There used to be a trestle, yeah, next to UT football stadium. Right, yeah. We walked that trestle in December. Mm. With ice and snow. <gasps> Awful. Good times. But the best parking was when I was manager of the station. I got to park in the president's There
1: you about. go. There That's there what I'm go. talking about. It All right, here's my complaint, Ed. People look for something to complain about on social media. And what I mean by this is people will look for something on social media to bring up so that it gets them attention because of the likes you know, if oh, you get I a see. bunch of oh, likes or shares mm-hmm. or retweets mm-hmm. about some criticism you have of something going on, that if you come up with the most negative thing that you can get people to agree on, they get you attention. I got you. I got a thousand likes on when I tell everybody that, that person was Well, fat. you know,
0: now, my wife does. She doesn't do that, but she tells me how many likes she gets on a picture.
1: Well, but she's posting nice things
0: I've never that's done okay that. I don't know who likes it or who doesn't like it <laughs> I, I see where you like it, some yeah. of the things I do but i I've been told what to like
1: <laughs> <laughs> you need to like that Ed. <laughs> yeah. All right. well anyway I just think you know yeah. quick, we needed more positivity uh, on on social media me not example. so much being negative give me an example of that negative well it's about being negative mm-hmm. well when um Somebody will say something about, it could be po- politics. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the top thing. You criticize uh, anybody in politics. Well, you have 20 people jump on you within 10 oh, minutes saying,
0: you know what you're talking okay. about. You're a loser. And, you know. Well, so. tell me this. What happens when you like something? I guess
1: it's a reaffirming that you're so smart or something. <laughs> I mean, does it send all
0: of your friends
1: does it go out to everyone? What happens? No, I think um, possibly, I'm thinking the more likes you get to stuff, yeah. the more Facebook or what it, is that Facebook? Yeah. Facebook pushes it through to oh, other people. Because they assume that it's a cool
0: thing and people will like to see it. Well, I, I see people, advertisers say, like us on Facebook. I thought, why am I going to like you on Facebook? Well,
1: that, if you're a company and you like their page, you will get all, anything they post, you'll get it. It will come straight to you. We've got a sale this week, Ed. Oh, no, thanks. You know, you'll get anything you like. <laughs> that's what you'll start getting. Oh. Everything they do. Oh, I see. All right. Okay. Tell everybody how they can comment, Ed. Or no, how to, they can... Yeah, how they're going to comment. Okay, or, go to no, our... No, that's web- me. I'm sorry. Tell everybody oh. how they can watch us, listen to us, or whatever. All right, go to... <laughs> is this
0: difficult or what? <laughs> go to our website, edandbob.com. And you can, uh, of course, like us there and do all of that, too. Or download, <laughs> download the Apple Podcast app or the TuneIn app. Search Ed and Bob. Be sure to subscribe. And on Alexa, my favorite, in your Alexa skill settings, enable TuneIn. That's uh, one word. And then tell Alexa to go to TuneIn. She'll ask you what you want to hear You tell her exactly this, Ed and Bob Show.
1: And hey, if you want to comment, besides where Ed mentioned, you can go to uh, emails edandbob@yahoo.com. edandbob at yahoo.com. Those are always cool. And then uh, Twitter, Ed and Bob Knox, at Ed Brantley, at Bob Thomas Knox, and uh, Facebook, facebook.com uh, slash Ed and Bob. Shout out to Trish Jones again. She wrote us a nice email about our uh, story about uh, the atomic bombs that were dropped at the end of World War II on Nagasaki and, and Hiroshima. Such an, you know, She said it was just one of those things that was momentous in the world, and it was good that we went through it, and she enjoyed it. So shout yeah. out to you. Thank you. All right. And so tell everybody what's coming up next time.
0: Well, I think next time we're going to talk about Mount Rushmore. Where is that? It's out oh, in uh, North Dakota, it's South Dakota. See, that's what we're going to cover. Is it South well, or North? I don't know. North Dakota. <laughs> you know what I remember about Mount Rushmore is that, was that? Is that movie. Uh, oh, the James was that? Bond movie? Or no, something? it wasn't James Bond. It was a... Have you ever been out there? No. I haven't either. Oh, it's a great movie. It had oh I'll think well, of them. next time yeah. Ed has to tell us the name of the movie. The name of the movie. You'll like it. You'll like that movie. My researchers it. watching it, looking it up. Right?
1: <laughs> See you next time. Bye. My
0: head keeps spinning. I go to sleep and keep grinning. If this is just to be kidding, my life is gonna be
1: beautiful. I've Sunshine up to spread. It's just like the fella said, tell me quick.